Hey, Justin here with Stay at Home Dads Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the place I talk about a lot of dad stuff as well as a lot of guy stuff. So, ho, ho, ho! Christmas time is here. Cabs are here. Christmas time is here. Well, actually, tomorrow, as this comes out, anyways. Man, uh, the older I get, the faster it feels these days. It just kind of come upon you. But it's good. It's uh, it's real good. It's a great time of year. Kids are out of school. Get to spend some quality time with them. Family holiday cards in the mail. I'm kind of a sucker for those things. Presents and all that. Spending time with your friends. Parties. Which, by the way, we, uh, the family, went to my friend Doug and Tara's party last week. If you remember, Doug was on the show last week. But yeah, it was uh, it was a, an amazing party. Great to see friends and eat some delicious food, indulge a bit. It's kind of hard not to do that this time of year anyways. And we also did a gift exchange, which is called a uh, white elephant party, which I've heard of white elephant parties, but tell me if I am way out in left field here. Maybe it's from my time living in Vegas, I don't know. But a white elephant party, to me, I always thought was a sex or naughty gift-themed party. Am I right? A white elephant, kind of, right? I don't know. At least that's what I thought a white elephant party was. Well, I told this to my friends at Doug and Tara's party, and they thought I was crazy. So I guess a white elephant party is not what I thought it was. I'm just glad I didn't bring a gift like 101 sex positions to spice up your marriage or something like that. I actually just brought a toaster that cooks hot dogs and hot dog buns, which I thought was pretty funny, but I don't think my friends felt the same. So, oh well. And speaking of Vegas parties, we actually also used to do a holiday party at my house, and everyone brought an alcohol gift set, booze and a mixer, or booze and some glasses maybe, stuff like that. And it was pretty fun. So, if you need some party ideas, there is a couple, sex stuff or alcohol, or maybe maybe both. Mix them up, right? But anyways, despite all of the greatness that comes with Christmas, shopping f***ing blows, okay? I don't care if I said it was fun before, which I don't think I did, but I hate it. I do not like it. Trying to figure out what your spouse wants without flat out asking them for specific things or ideas. I mean... I would like to get a gift for my wife that I thought of on my own. And I picked up on maybe her hints or clues that she was putting down. But sometimes I feel kind of dumb. Maybe I don't see those blatant clues. Maybe I'm just not that good at reading between the lines. Or if you're like me and your spouse says something or mentions something that they want, something that they think is cool, do we uh, on the sly put a little note in our phone? Nah, we, uh, we hardly do that shit. We just, uh, we just tell ourselves we're going to remember. And then two, three days later go by, and we're trying to figure out what in the hell it was that they said. Does that sound familiar at all? Does this go back to our not listening and tuning out our wives in some fashion? Maybe. And then I just revert back to asking my wife, Hey, honey, what do you want for Christmas? Do you have any ideas for me? And she, half the time, doesn't have any ideas off the cuff. I mean, nobody really does when they're flat out asked. I know I don't. Think about those times when someone says, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Well, you were just looking at Facebook on your phone, and you don't have them preloaded, you know? And you're like, Oh, I don't know. So, yeah. Anyways, this kind of brings me to the 
what I call random shopping or rando shopping. Going to the store, the mall, and aimlessly walking around, looking at shit, hoping something really pops up at me or jogs the old memory, then I remember what to buy my wife. And then by this time, it's usually three days before Christmas or some shit like that. So that's how it typically goes for me. So I know some of you are out there right now, the single day before Christmas, sniffing some lotions, candles, trying to find that oh-so-perfect gift for your spouse. So maybe just uh, stop what you're doing and head to a jewelry store and grab a pair of earrings and call it a day. So I don't think you can go wrong with buying your wife some bling, right? But anyways, that was not me this year. Oh no, I used the old combo one-two this year. She, uh, my wife, she mentioned some things, sent me a few things over the past, you know, few months that she had liked, and I was actually listening when she was talking. So I got her a couple nice gifts. Some things that she told me, well, okay, most of them is what she told me, but uh, I think there'll be some surprises in there. And isn't this the time of year where I can go put my family in financial ruin by slapping a giant bow on top of a brand new Lexus? Here you go, honey. I got you a car you didn't ask for or we never discussed. Oh, and by the way, the payment's only $1,100, so huh, there you go. Merry Christmas. Man, those, those commercials are kind of out of touch, I think, but I know it's just a commercial. But I mean, hey, I would, I would love to have a new truck. Maybe, maybe my wife's going to park a brand new Raptor in my driveway, right? If she's listening, I don't know. Hint, hint, right? We actually went to a Christmas market the other day, little uh, shops and a skating rink and stuff like that. And we had to park in a parking garage. And well, I had my ginormous truck and it did not fit in the parking garage. And I felt like such a jackass trying to back out of there when there's cars behind me and cars in front of me and busy people everywhere. It was kind of embarrassing. But anyways, wives are kind of hard to shop for. But kids, on the other hand, they're kind of easy. They pretty much love anything wrapped up in a box under the tree. My kids will see any toy commercial and want whatever they are selling on TV. Hot Wheels racetrack, little figurine set, dolls, clothes, um, Play-Doh, whatever, doesn't matter. They even wanted this one toy that you do fillings on, I don't know, an old man or an alligator or something. Like That's like the most traumatic thing in most people's lives is going to the dentist, and my kids really want one of those toys. It just seems really crazy. My oldest daughter actually wants something called a Magic Mixie, I don't know, it's some stuffed animal that comes inside a cauldron bucket thing and you quote-unquote perform a spell and then the kid thinks that they are actually creating this one-of-a-kind stuffed animal or something like that. I don't know. But they're popular as hell. My wife even tried to buy one a few weeks ago and, of course, stores are all sold out. And then she went on Marketplace and did a little searching and there were quite a few for sale on there, but they were like double the cost. I don't know what it is with greedy bastards trying to screw people over. I mean, I get it. Supply and demand and all that stuff. And if you're willing to pay, then so be it. But I just kind of have a problem with it, I guess. Well, maybe Santa will find some, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. So maybe that'll be a, a relief. And speaking of Santa, we actually take it pretty light in our house, what Santa brings at least. We don't want that overdone or kind of blown out of the water every year. I think if that happens, then kids' expectations year after year just keep growing and growing. And then before you know it, you're buying a, a goddamn Lexus and sticking that under the tree, right? 
kidding, of course, but our Santa seems to keep it really simple. Some small stocking gifts, other little things usually. And like I said, I heard maybe uh, one of these magic mixy deals. So pretty chill. No game consoles or iPads or flat screen TVs or any of that stuff. Plus, and maybe I am thinking a little too much into it, but how do the optics look on that? If Santa brings my kids drones and tablets or whatever, and then little Sammy at school gets colored pencils and a sketchbook, then our kids go to school talking about their amazing things they got, and, you know, little Sammy is like, WTF Santa, what's going on? Am I reading into this too much? Maybe I am, I don't know. On another Santa note, when is the right time to tell kids about the whole idea of Santa? And I'm just wording this in a way in case there are some impressionable ears out there listening. And what got me thinking of this was I saw a video of a little kid, maybe six-year-old or so, and he went and asked the Amazon Alexa if reindeer could fly. And of course, Alexa said, no, they can't. And then the kid starts freaking out. And then the dad steps in and he's scrambling trying to save the whole idea for the kid. Now my girls are 7 and 4 and they are 100% in. They sometimes ask a few little questions but they don't doubt it at all. And I've actually casually polled some neighbors and some have told their 7 to 8 year olds the facts. And then there are others that have 11 and 12 year olds that are still putting out cookies as they say. So... I don't think there's a hard set right age to kind of blow the lid off this. Maybe some kids are just more intuitive than others, but I feel there's no real reason to spill the holiday beans if there are no concerns being asked. I think that's what I'll do anyways with my girls. Let them think what they want to think, and if there comes a time that they heard something or they're thinking about something and asking questions, then... I will let them in on kind of what's going on or help them figure it out on their own. I don't want to ruin Christmas for them per se, but I don't want to lie to them either. Plus, will I really be ruining Christmas? I don't really think so. Christmas is more than Santa. It's more than reindeer. There's presents. Those are still there. Vacation and quality time with the family is still there. The stockings are still hung. The lights are still on the tree. The tree's still there. So... I think they'll be okay. Maybe I'll put more emphasis on those things and giving and being more appreciative of the things we have as well. And yep, I did it again. I found another article actually on this topic, so I figured I would kind of share it with you and go through it. Oh boy, okay. Um, this article is from fatherly.com, and they just talk about a psychologist's take on telling kids the truth, mainly about Santa. So kids are smart, and eventually they're going to ask questions, which both of my kids have asked questions. Does Santa and the elves make all the toys? And why does he come down the chimney and not come through the front door? My four-year-old actually asked me that question. Or how does he know if you've been bad or good? And I imagine a lot of parents get these same questions. And yeah, maybe against my own advice, I have kind of glossed over these a bit. But according to the doctor in this article, Dr. Justin Colson, he says that we should be brutally honest with our kids. He also says that Christmas will be the same whether they know about Santa or not. He compared it to going to the movies. We all know that most action films are totally fake, but we still find them wildly entertaining. So He goes on to say that the magic of Christmas can be even stronger 
if kids know the truth about Santa from the beginning? Well, I guess not mine, because I wasn't truthful from the beginning. But anyways, he says kids play make-believe all the time, and they find joy in that. The kids know that none of it is real, but it doesn't make it any less fun. He also says that research shows that kids with great imagination have a better understanding of the lines between fantasy and reality. Lastly, he goes on and says another major reason he has for telling kids the truth is that when parents use a manipulative strategy to get our kids to behave, we are relying on extrinsic contingencies. I don't really know what that means. Be good and get a present type of thing. And once that motivation is gone, so once Christmas is over, how will we know that they will still be compelled to behave? So it's always a good idea to tell the truth to our kids as much as we can. And research shows that kids that are lied to by their parents are more likely to lie themselves, which I did not know that. So let's try not to use Santa as a motivational tool to get our kids to do stuff. Which, yes, I am guilty of this, but damn, like, kids can be hard to control or motivate or get to behave. So you got to do what you got to do sometimes. But let's not sweat over it or our kids' questions. Hell, I actually don't even remember having a Santa conversation with my parents when I was young. So that kind of goes to show you that it doesn't really stick with you. So I think kids are going to survive no matter what way you go on this subject. So let's just... uh Appreciate what we have this holiday season, time with family and friends, giving, making people happy, making our kids happy, happy faces that we'll see tomorrow morning on Christmas. Let's just kind of focus on all that great stuff. All right, that's about all I have for this episode, little holiday episode, I guess. Oh, and I did find another good article that talks about 35 Christmas facts to impress your friends and family. I will link it in the description as well. You may want to read it if you're around a bunch of friends and family this weekend. It'll probably give you a few topics to talk about and impress your friends. Just like, did you know that the first Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center was erected in 1931 during the Depression? I did not know that. Construction workers pooled their money together because it was a depression and no one had any money. They pooled their money together to buy a tree, and then their families went out there and decorated it to lift everyone's spirits. And after that, uh, a tradition kind of stuck and formed, and they've been doing it every year since. So that's just a little uh, tidbit for you. Anyways, thank you for listening to Stay at Home Dad's podcast. Please reach out to me, Vegas Raymer, on Instagram or on podbean.com. Do you have any traditions or tips you'd like to share? Um, let me know. Also, grab this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. And Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I'll talk to you next week.